Hey, welcome to the Girl Move On podcast. A podcast about cultivating ease and organization into your daily routine and moving on from life's bullshit so you can take care of the most important person in your life, you. Be sure to click the subscribe button and follow us on Instagram at girl underscore move underscore on underscore podcast. Hey. Hey. No, how do you greet me when you don't even hey? How do you greet me when you're on the phone? I just said, what up, huh? <laughs> that wasn't for the people, though. That was for you. But I love the genuine greetings. Or greetings. Greetings. That's used, uh, greetings. How are you? How are you feeling today? Amen, amen. Hey, y'all. We back. Like, wait, I can't say like what, because you know my favorite line, like, cook. (laughs) In my other life, I swore I was a drug lord's wife. Is this really how we're starting this episode? Yeah, hold on. Wait, hold on. And my professor told me that I sound like a mob boss's wife. If y'all can see my face right now, my this is what we call Shan face, just not in the mood. And the sigh, you got to remember the sigh. It's going to be a heavy sigh if I say sigh. something and she'll be like, <sighs> and the beauty of that is her children do the same thing, namely the icon, the legend, my girl. But yes, we're back. Welcome to the Girl Move On podcast. Pardon we're back. the brief interruption. We're back. It's not. It's genuine. I'm dancing. I'm excited. She's doing the most, y'all. What else? (laughs) Okay. Tell the people why we're here. Shan, did you see? It's only a a minute and 40 and we're good. Did you see the title? Did you see the title of the episode? The Hoe of Home Ownership. Yes! (laughs) I like it. That is not what we agreed on, but we gonna roll with it. I don't know I if like we agreed it. on anything. But it's Remember fine. when we saw the mats and but it said the, the hoe and home? Don't do that. Remember when we saw the mat that said the hoe and home? I yes. love that. I never forgot it. So I was like, that's yes. what I'm gonna name the episode. See, that's how the names of the episode come because we see random things and then we're like, yes, we're gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, we should have had that doormat in college, but it's fine. Girl- Welcome. So let's uh, roll into how we met, how we started, where we first lived together, and where we're living now. Because renting to home ownership, oh Jesus, not the same. You learn a lot. You learn a lot. Hit it, Shan. We're gonna ask her not to clap into the microphone again. Oh, sorry. Thanks. Not bad, please. Not bad. Okay, got it. So, as we told you in our introductions mm-hmm. earlier this week, Tiffany and I met in college during undergrad. And then, after a brief hiatus of moving back home, we each decided to live together for our graduate school years. Which had me coming to Boston on Friday nights to look at apartments because I was living in New York. Okay, but there were also FaceTime opportunities. <laughs> FaceTime opportunities. Did we, we have FaceTime? Phones. We did. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to not be out here trying to age us. There was definitely FaceTime in 2010. Okay. okay. I forgot. It's a Thanks. blur. There's a lot of stuff going on at that time. So, as <laughs> I was saying. Oh, yes. 
I used to be on your little chat. What are you boys. shuffling, Tiffany? What are you doing? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> the ghetto. The ghetto. We live together in the ghetto in Mattapan, Massachusetts. Gunshot. Boston. I wish I had um, that as an added feature, like boom, boom. Pow, pow. Okay. No. We had a cute little apartment together, um, and that is where our decorating together passion, organizing together passion. Arguing at Ikea. Arguing, learning each other's cleaning habits and adapting passions all began. Mm-hmm. And um, you want me to keep talking and tell my story or you want to go? Um, The story from like leaving Boston to- Yes. Yeah, you can go. Finish. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You're on. So you I, got relocated, the mic. <laughs> I relocated to Atlanta in 2012. I was expecting my first child. Out of 100. Out of three, and we are done with this man in my life. And so we had relocated to Atlanta. As I said, I was six months pregnant. So... Um, we had an apartment at first. We lived north of the city and that was great. It was fine. It was dandy, but we were on a timeline. I said within a year, I wanted to live in a house. I moved Shame to Atlanta because business. yeah, no, not <laughs> at work, not in personal life. I'm very schedule spreadsheet driven. Yes. So wanted to move into a house within a year of us moving to Atlanta. Um, We had relocated to Atlanta because we were expecting, because despite being born and raised in Boston, I am a Southern belle at heart. I spent my summers in the South with my grandparents. And so I knew I did not want to raise my children in the snow in the winter. Mm -mm. I had no desire. And the cost of living in Atlanta Come on now. Significantly cheaper. Can't beat it. Than Boston to go from living in Mattapan, paying like $1,200 for a two bedroom, one bathroom apartment that we Mm -hmm. had, to relocating to North Atlanta and spending $735 for a two bedroom, two bath, living room, dining room apartment. Y'all might want to switch your Zillow and realtor searches okay Okay, honey that apartment now though i went back and looked at that complex and it has definitely gone up but they've done some renovations so it kind of makes sense inflation yeah inflation is real Mm -hmm. but at the time that's what i was looking at i was like i'm spending half the amount of money for an apartment i can totally afford a house Mm -hmm. um and so we started looking for homes we moved here in the summer of 2012 we started looking at homes at the beginning of the year of 2013 in January of 2013 we stumbled upon a new build new construction in a subdivision for my northerners subdivisions are like little sometimes gated communities where all the houses look alike sometimes they're way too close together they have homeowner associations who try to tell you what to do with your property sometimes and I just was not having that shit but I'm skipping ahead So we found a nice little house in a newly developing subdivision. So we were able to pick up cabinets, floors, all of that stuff. So you could kind of customize without spending a whole lot of money. Because again, this was our first house. We were 26, 27. Well, so (laughs) lies and deceit. Except so we purchased our first home in January of 2013 and construction wrapped up that April. 
we moved in. And then a couple of months, say the end of the year, 2013, early 2014, as they continued to bill, other people moved in. And again, the cost of living is cheaper at that time. So it was again the ghetto started to move in. And I was like, Jan, yeah. what is the ghetto? Be specific about what the ghetto looked like. She what did not live in like. the ghetto, but no, never it came see to me. It never see come me. see people when they first now go from wherever they lived to a house. There is a difference, yeah. and you can tell who has no type of breath of seed. So go none. none, none. At all. So yeah, the the trigger was um, our across the street neighbor decided to turn his garage <laughs> basically into a bar, which best. is fine because it's your property. However, nah, bro. my man had the pool table. He had the Miller Lite light up signs. You on never the wall. went. No, absolutely not. We did not <laughs> commingle with those people. Their garage was always open. There was always cars in the road. And it was just lowering the value of my home. And that was yep. not an option. That, okay? is, that is a point right there. That is the key. I don't care mm-hmm. what you do. Because, you know, mm-hmm. we had our Super Bowl parties. We had our kickoff to the NFL season parties. So that was not the issue. I was young. Yes, when you have children and your friends don't, host everything. Because the babies can go upstairs and go to bed. And you can continue on downstairs with your people. Okay. So I love to host because I don't trust nobody to watch my kids unless it's family. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, yeah, once they moved in, I was like, yeah, for real, for real, it's time to go. I wanted to move because I wanted some diversity. I moved to the South. Obviously, you know, we've got the culture in Atlanta, but I also need my kids to be prepared to face the real world. It's not the culture. So I wanted a little bit of diversity as well, in addition to trying to escape the ghetto. Mm-hmm. And so we actually were able to sell our house before we found our first, our second home rather. Um, And thank God for my granny. She let us live with her. She has a nice, big, beautiful house in the boonies of Georgia. Shout out granny, man. The best, (laughs) the best. So we stayed with her for almost two to three months, two, Mm -hmm. three months. Yeah. Cause we, I think we moved out of our house like Thanksgiving weekend Mm -hmm. and then we found our second home literally on new year's day, 10 o'clock at night, scrolling (laughs) through the MLS, looking at houses. And I was like, yo, we got to go look at this house right now. Shan, what's the MLS? Oh, the MLS. (laughs) I don't even know what it stands for. Mm -hmm. Mm, We got to go back to that. We'll put it in the quick notes y'all. Um, but it's basically the site where realtors, the man in my life, my husband is a realtor. And so that's where they can look and see the houses and create little lists for you to look at houses. So we were looking at houses on there that were in the area that we were trying to move to. Tiffany Mm. found it. I did multiple listing service, and that is usually provided to you by your broker, your real estate broker yep Mm -hmm. your real estate agent and they will give you access to this mls service and you'll see like all of the listings available and sometimes these listings are not on zillow or realtor.com you can get like the listing as soon as it comes out sometimes especially now you got to get your listing the day of and go see the house because baby the house will be sold the next day but we'll get there. Go ahead, Shane. Exactly. So mm-hmm. on that note, when we mm-hmm. found that house at mm-hmm. 10 o'clock on New Year's Day, 
we I was like, yeah, we're about to go look at this house right now because they're having an open house tomorrow. And based on the pictures, like this is it. This is Mm. where I want to go. So we literally got in the car, just the two of us, left the baby at home with Granny and drove across town. Who you left the baby with? Okay. Drove 40 minutes across town to go and look at this house. When I pulled up, I knew, as I had already said, that this was it. Um, But it was so dark. This house, Tiffany calls it the house in the woods because it was pushed back from the street. But we were sitting on two and a half acres of land. If anyone has ever seen the Blair Witch Project. You know when they're running in the... (laughs) I have to find that, that video because going there at night, it's like, oh, I've entered... The other universe, wonderful. Yeah, it's it's in the cut. It's on acres. It's beautiful home. But my God, at night I was shook. I was like, "There's no way somebody's coming." But again, if anybody came back there, they had no business. No business because there's one. There was one entrance. One way in, one way out. out, Right. Um. So we found that house. The next day we came back so we could see it in the daylight. That's right. (laughs) During the day and how there were so many people in the house. And I just kept saying, why are all these people in my house? Like, I know it's an open house, but this is definitely my house. This is where we're moving. This is top tier Shin at her finest right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So we made an offer that day, as did a lot of other people who were at that open house. They decided to go with somebody else's offer. Again, why? Yeah. I was like, I'm not looking at anything else. (laughs) That's my house. I need a break. (laughs) Again, this is January. We had been looking since November. And so Mm. I was like, like, no, I'm over it. How many houses do you think you saw here? Not a lot because, again, I'm picky. So, like, I can tell from the pictures, usually. Usually, okay. mm-hmm. people can be sneaky, but usually you are good I can at tell that. from the pictures if I feel it or not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, And then, like, two weeks later, so legit, I didn't look at anything for, like, a week because I was just so mad because I knew that that was my house. And then, like, two weeks later, got a phone call from the seller's agent. It was like, hey, are you guys still interested? That first deal fell through. And I was like, heck yeah. Did you say and heck yeah? No, I probably said hell yeah or fuck yeah. Excuse my language. I like Sorry. fuck yeah. Ears. I mean, they shouldn't be listening anyway. I'll tell you that right now. The kids are not supposed to be listening to this because it gets <laughs> a little crazy. And I'm not about to censor myself or anybody's kids that didn't come out of me. All right. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> so <laughs> she's the worst. The best. We got the house that I wanted and we moved in Valentine's Day weekend and I'm gonna rewind a little bit because Tiffany's gonna be like tell the whole story thank you because she knows like come on now so when we moved to Atlanta we had made a business deal went to the city hall went to the courthouse (gasps) this is not the love story that I wanted (laughs) this is the reality this is the reality that if we're gonna relocate from the state where we grew up to a whole nother state and I'm about to have your child we're gonna need to be legally married so we can have the same last name on the birth certificate we're gonna talk about that in another episode because she ain't be killing me with this go ahead so that's what we did but we had a plan that we were gonna move buy a house within a year which we did with our first house and then we'd have a wedding at or by our five-year anniversary so purchasing this second home was in 2016 our fourth year of marriage. And so when we moved in to our second house, Valentine's Day weekend, I got my puppy with a ring attached. 
And we planned our wedding bling, bling. the weekend <laughs> of our fifth year anniversary the following year. Mm-hmm. Um, that house was amazing. It was a pilot for a show oh, on yep. HGTV called mm-hmm. Flipping the South that did not last. And that's Tell fine because the people. there were issues with the house. It was beautiful. It was shiny. It was fully renovated. But as I sat in it, there were certain things that were wrong that had to be fixed. So, you know, not surprised that the show didn't go for another season. Ooh. But yeah, shade, feel it, breeze. Um, so yeah, that was the second house. I love that house. I love that house. We grew into that house. We had two more children in that house when we were blessed with twins in 2019. But the issue was the school system. It was not that great. Mm -hmm. Um, and we tried to like transfer into other schools, but that just didn't work out. And so that brought us to start looking for our third home Mm -hmm. this year. So did you start looking for the third home because the kids were getting older? So now looking for the third home, you had to consider the school Mm -hmm. system. Okay. Yeah. So look, when we moved into the second one, I considered it, but I wasn't really concerned about the schools that we were zoned to because I knew there was an option of transferring into another school. Mm -hmm. But when that didn't pan out for our oldest and it was like, all right, we got to be legit and move into the neighborhood where our kids are going to go to school. And how old is he is eight and the girls are two. Okay. And I know how old my line sister's kids are. That's for y'all. Thank yeah, you. she's just sharing for y'all because I don't put my kids out nope. there. That's why I haven't I, said their glorious names. My children are protected. My page is private. Sorry if I don't know you. I'm not accepting you. Follow the podcast page. That's it. Girl underscore move underscore on <laughs> underscore podcast <laughs> on IG. For the people. Follow it. Don't bum, try bum, to bum, I love I you though. My... I appreciate the support. I don't even want my horn. I'm going to find um, you. Please don't. Just turn your volume down. So, yes. So as our family grew and the need to focus in on education, we decided to relocate. So we are now in our third and final home in East Cobb, north of Georgia. When did you move Um, in there? It's been about a month almost. How long did it take you so to it's find real it? Fresh. It took like two months. It took like two Channel months. Because y'all, I don't play, but Mm-mm. it is a seller's market right now. And these houses Cheap, are baby. listed for sometimes way more than they're really worth. Mm-hmm. Important to get that appraisal. Gem. Like I'm surrounded by money, but honey. That's all right. right Shan got the money. Shan Shan got the money. I always encourage everyone to, you know, attract the wealth to yourself. Attract the wealth. Do not let anybody tell you otherwise. You know, God bless you on your third house, honey. And it only took two months. Amen. Amen. It only took two months. It's almost a replica of our second home stretched out slightly, but like the floor plan literally looks like the Mm -hmm. second house. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm happy in that because again, I love that last house. It was just the school system didn't work out. Okay. And we've got a nice flat backyard for the kids to play waiting on this man to build their trampoline so they can go out and run and get out of my house. That man is her husband. That's how she refers to him. Yes. When I'm not happy. Okay. Well, um, but yeah, we've got a great school system, elementary, middle school, and high school. It's great. My son's little classmate BFF lives right across the street so they can run back and forth and have play dates. So life is glorious and I am blessed and thankful. Shan, so I have a question. What do you think are the three pros and cons of like home ownership now? Like how has it affected you mentally, physically, spiritually? Because 
that's Ooh, really girl today's not the day to ask because the little plumber <laughs> man just showed up and it's like mm, that's why i asked because i know your business i know your business basically and we need basically. to know and and claire you know clarify for everyone you had a resale all the only house that was built was the first one the second yes. two were resale okay yes mm-hmm. my second home and my third home were quote unquote, renovated houses. So they are older. Yeah. So when you buy an older house, it potentially comes with issues. Mm-hmm. So give us- Like floors being uneven or foundation being shoddy. Thank God I haven't had any foundation issues. Thank knock gosh, on wood. Knock on wood. Um, but yeah, right now we're dealing with a little plumbing situation where okay. a really small pipe is trying to drain into a really big pipe and that's just not working because that doesn't sense. make sense. Right. And they tried to use some shady little connector to modify the size. And there's water spilling into my garage in my laundry room. Mm -mm. So that's the downside of home ownership is you can't call no maintenance man to come and fix something or call no landlord and they're going to pay for it. That's all you. Right. And don't think because even if you have a husband or boyfriend, as my mom made it perfectly clear to me the other day, just because you're married or you have a partner doesn't mean they even know how to do it or want to do it. So you or still you might not want them, them to, to do, do it. it. I'm right. sorry. He's done things in this house. No shade to him. But there's certain things that I need a professional to do that's going to come with a warranty on the work. So if slash when it don't work right, you could call somebody and not have to spend more money to fix it a second Amen. time. And again, no shade to him because he has fixed things properly. He's an engineer by background, but he's a realtor now. So no shade. Right. So that helps. Some things a professional needs to do. So if you're single and you want a house or you're married or you want a house, you still need to have your list of workmen. Exactly. Exactly. So again, Shan, how does it? But yes, pros versus cons. I think the pros is buying a home is an investment. Mm -hmm. Renting an apartment, if you're able to afford to buy a house and you're going to know, you know that you're going to live wherever you're going to live for a little bit of time. Those Two and a half years that we spent in that first house, when we sold it, we came out of it with maybe ten or twenty thousand dollars in profit that allowed us to move into a better neighborhood. That helps with the down payment for the next house. Rent for those two three years, would I have saved that amount of money in my savings account? Probably not, because the girl loves to travel. So. Probably wouldn't have saved ten twenty thousand dollars to and allow course, me to move into a better neighborhood. And of course, no shade to anybody that rents. It's just that what you can afford, know what you can afford. Don't buy a house and not think you can afford it. Renting yes. helps you prepare for ownership. Yes, it's Amen. not the same things, but it definitely prepares you for ownership. So if you can afford to live on your own or have a roommate, and then you figure out your finances, go to a lender. Just see how much house you can afford. Go to your yes. bank that you already have. Chase, Bank of America, anything, those are not sponsorships. But <laughs> just make it look clear, be clear. But just seeing how much you can afford. And if it's not, if that's not the case at that time, it's okay to rent because renting definitely prepares you for home ownership, how to do and your allows you how to, to save. right, how to be financially stable, make sound decisions, and mm-hmm. then understand yourself and how you want to live by yourself or with someone. And then you can step into the interesting waters of home ownership. But I'm glad Shan is giving all this background because she is a senior homeowner. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're foolish. Yes, because to that right. point, our first house, because it was built, didn't have a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't putting in a lot of money like 
I had these past couple of weeks. Yep. Mm-hmm. I wasn't putting in a lot of money and my mortgage again was cheaper at like eleven hundred dollars than my twelve hundred dollar rent. Burr, 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 burr. Come on again. So, your house you don't need to buy a your house, house might be, if not the same or a little bit more than your rent, depending on where you live. Now we're speaking from South. I don't from know what's going from, from the our south. experience exactly. during certain times because yeah know, no yeah the interest rates are lit right now, right now so. <laughs> interest rates are lit but like there's the some things right now but it works I in have our reconsidered favor in the so. my profession okay thank yes. you very much okay yeah Shan so so I think that's my story I think it's your turn okay you don't want <laughs> I shared <laughs> no what did I miss <laughs> oh my gosh You're I gave fine. you pros I gave you cons listen. You are the bomb.com, sis. I just want okay. you to know that. And I love that you just shared with the people all of that because you are a gem. Thank you. You are necessary. As you are. I know. I'm about to tell you why. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so my journey into home ownership started in 2017. I went to a NACA meeting. Shan, please look up what the meaning of NACA is. Because I can't, but I'll keep talking. Oh, I got and um, yeah, so NACA is a first time home buyers program. You sign up, they tell you to come to a meeting on a Saturday. It's about three or four hours, and someone stands in front of the auditorium and tells you how you ain't shit and how you got to get your money in order and why you need to buy a house in certain areas depending on where you live. NACA is a national neighborhood homeowner. assistance corporation of America. Yes, and I believe that it was um, birthed out of the fact that there was so much redlining in our history, in the housing history, and it's giving equal opportunities to people of color in neighborhoods they were that were established before that they probably could not get into. So not so much like low-income assistance, but just giving you opportunities and access to neighborhoods that you probably wouldn't have been able to historically get into. So that's very important to understand. Um, so to, uh, 2017 sitting in the NACA meeting, getting yelled at about how I shit, but <laughs> that's literally Don't. what the man did. And that's the man that ended up being my counselor. And I was scared to death when I saw his name, but they assigned everyone a counselor. You get an appointment, maybe three or four months out from that meeting. So I had from December to let's say about April to be like, all right, do I really want to do this? You know, you're on Zillow, <laughs> you're on everything, looking at these houses, thinking you know what you can afford. And then you have your meeting. You have to hand in all of your papers. Your They want to see three years worth of tax returns. They wanted bank statements. They wanted employment. Uh, there was something else. Employment. What else did they ask for, Shan? I think that's like the major ones. Okay. And then, you know, they tell you, you can afford X amount. So let me tell you something. That little toggle. On the apps, it goes down or it goes, it stays. It's, it's a lot less than what you saw because you were looking at the million dollar homes, baby. Okay. All right. You're going to have a real come to Jesus moment when you start looking for these houses. So you get a reality check and you're like, all right, this is what I can afford. I was going through the program, I want to say up until 2020, like right before. Um, Mm -hmm. right before quarantine, I was going to my meetings because I didn't have anything saved. I didn't know anything about homeownership. All I know is my parents had a home. My mom had a home in Florida and that's it. I don't know what it took to have, 
a house. I thought it was way out of my reach. I couldn't do it by myself. I thought when I had a house, I should have been married and had kids. And I just wasn't ready to have that conversation. But I knew that the next step was for me to have a home because I was tired of renting in Maryland. I was, I hated it. So 2018, (laughs) I remember 2018 when there was like a fluke snowstorm in Maryland and I had to go outside and shovel snow and I cried the entire time (laughs) shoveling my snow. Baby, let me tell you, there were two times I cried shoveling snow in Boston when we were in Mattapan, Mattapan, when they didn't come and shovel the snow. We had to shovel the snow from the parking lot to outside. Mm -hmm. And then that time. And that's when I realized I do not want to live in the Northeast anymore. It was over for that. So, right. It was, it's crazy. So I was like, you know, I don't want to do this on myself. I remember going in the house and starting looking at places to live. So I think my top three choices or I had a trip like five. I had Atlanta, North Carolina, Florida, Texas. And I don't know why I was considering somewhere else, but I can't remember it right now. But those were the four. I can't remember off the top of my hand. So I've been to North Carolina before. I've been to Atlanta. Obviously, Shan lives there. Um, my mom lives in Florida. I've never been to Texas. So I was like, let me go where I've never been. So by March 2018, was the first time I came to Texas my, and went to Houston. Loved Houston. Day parties, strip clubs. Went for my friend's birthday. It was great. What? Did I not tell you know that? You didn't know that? We'll circle I, back. Another okay. episode. I just, I just really didn't. My girl. I had a great time. Clearly. Um, but I knew that if I went to Houston, I would not get anything done. I would literally live out my dreams of being something else. So She would have you would have had the hoe and home doormat. Okay. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that, baby. Ain't nothing wrong with that. There's a difference between being a good hoe and a dumb hoe. Anyway, so. Another episode. Sounds like uh, a title. Uh, yes. Write that down. So um, left Houston. I was like, well, I can't live there. Beautiful. Had a great time. But uh, Hurricane Harvey was in 2017. Mm. And the lines from the flooding were still on the houses and like the air, the stuff around us. And we were in mm-hmm. the city city. So I'm like, eh, this is not for me. Um, then 2019, I went to Dallas. I came to Dallas for the first time for my birthday by myself. And, um, I had a great time. I loved it here. I do have friends from college that are from here. So shout out to all my Dallas girls that are here and, and you that lives in Dallas. Um, so that was a great weekend. And then, I came back and I said, oh, okay, Dallas might be it. Then I was like, let me just visit one more big city. So I went to Austin. Austin was nice, but I didn't see enough of us in Austin. And I remember going out on Sunday and there's like a street fair. And I heard, um, what song is it? Fuck you. Fuck, what's who sings that? Meek Mill and CeeLo, something. I ran into the bar. I was like, yes, music for us. Mm-hmm. And I was that like, wait, pitch. I'm sorry. I know it hits. It's my it voice hits my never ears. grew up. But um <laughs> but um yeah, so I was like, mm, Austin's not it, maybe Houston or Dallas. Let me start looking for jobs. Um, still had a job in Maryland. So came back, started trying to figure things out, then the panorama hit and I was home and I was miserable and I was in my apartment by myself going crazy. <laughs> And I was like, you know what? I'm 
just gonna look. We don't know when we're going back to work. I'm just gonna go look and see if there's an apartment near one of where one of my friends live. And there was an apartment. And they don't do first and last. And they don't give you a whole bunch of headache like they do up up north. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do it. Even if I go for a few months, we still don't know when we're going back. I'm going to just go. So I did that in July. Mm -hmm. Two weeks later, found that I had to have surgery (laughs) for my fibroids. And I was so mad. I was so mad. I was like, all right. I told my doctor, I was like, listen, girl, um, you got... We're going to have to expedite this because I have plans to leave in October. So I need you to get this together. My girl, and this is why, at first my GY and I used to butt heads, but now get you someone (laughs) that advocates for you. She told them that I was leaving my job and that they had to expedite the surgery. So they pushed up my surgery. Should we be saying this to the people? Off the record, y'all, this is a safe space. Yeah, don't don't be telling my business. I didn't say her name. I didn't mm-hmm. say her name. So don't be trying to report my doctor because she's amazing. Amen, amen. Bastards. <laughs> Find you a GYN that really cares about you and not just Period. a Gucci. All right? Thank you. Period. So my girl, Dr. Girl. Dr. Girl. <laughs> Dr. Girl got it expedited. That's the end That's, of the story. She got it expedited. That's all the details I had to have. I had to have the surgery in August. So now my mom has to come and stay with me. She's packing up my apartment and I have to move. I don't know what I was thinking, but let me tell you something. When I was on my back, I knew I made a good decision. And I'm here, y'all. And I'm here. So when I was on my back. <laughs> on my back. Okay. Well, okay. yeah, we're here. I mean, I usually do make good decisions on my back. But anyway, um, moved to West Dallas the last week in October. It's about to be a year, y'all. And it was one of the best decisions I ever made in my life because I came here. And I want to say the first week I moved to Dallas, I heard gunshots. Now, Mm -hmm. West Dallas is where Bonnie and Clyde (laughs) used to escape to. (laughs) She didn't tell me this before she moved. Oh, I didn't. I wouldn't wouldn't have let her in there. Shani, I didn't know until I got there. No. I didn't know until I moved there. Listen, let me tell you what happened. Continue the story. So in West Dallas, when you come over the bridge, I don't even know what the name of the bridge is. You come into Trinity Groves. As you're driving down Singleton Boulevard, Mm -hmm. one sign is Singleton is West Dallas, West Dallas. The other side is luxury West Dallas. Gentrified. It's very gentrified. So let's say on the left side when you're driving in, it's all the nice coffee spots, uh, Mm -hmm. restaurants, things Mm -hmm. like that. Two luxury uh, apartment buildings. And on the other side is um, just a lot going on. Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde's house. Literally, if I walked out my apartment and made a left, Clyde's house that is not, they can't be a, a, you know, a monument or anything because he was a crook or a rob, whatever the hell they did. I don't remember. Kill people. The house is right there. So that just, historically, you can see that it was crazy. So um, that first week, I remember there were gunshots. <laughs> and then I want to say the highway that's like 30, 30 or 35. One of them is really close to me. Somebody had pulled over somebody that's a rapper and like shot him on the highway. I was like, yes, it's time for me to go. So I, in my, inside the apartment building, it's just a huge apartment building. There had to be more than 500 people, but my apartment was beautiful. Like I've never lived from Maryland. I was in like a three-story walk up. There was only three, six apartments in the whole, in the whole building complex. Mm -hmm. And it was a walk up. So, you know, it was beautiful garden style, but like this was a luxury apartment, but there was a lot of people. 
So it would be noise from every side. I couldn't sleep and I do mm-hmm. not like anybody messing with my sleep. That pisses me off. Um, but it was just, it was, it was a nice apartment, but I knew it wasn't for me. So I want to say I found the realtor in January and you know, I just started looking like how much house I could afford. You can little, you can Google it. You can say how much house can I afford? Put in your gross pay. I reached out to a lender just to find out, like I told her, I want this amount of money a month. Um, this is how much I can afford. They tell you I connected with a realtor. She was able to give me like a few places. Cause again, I'm new. So I don't know any of these places. I want to say I saw, and I wasn't pushing it either. So I think I saw like less than five houses. I started yeah. the beginning, maybe mid-February. Like I saw one in January. I saw two or three in February. I want to see January. You left the houses in January? Late January, Shan. Okay. Late January. January. Yeah, yeah. Not beginning of January. My birthday is January 3rd in case y'all want to send me gifts. I like gifts. Um, <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold on. Because mine is in like three weeks. So 1023. Yes. Shan, I'll finally be 35. Isn't October's very own? Okay. Um, so <laughs> don't, Shan, don't even, uh, uh-uh. uh. so Shan face, Shan, look at the icon. I know Shan face. So by the end of February, I started looking at some in Feb, the end of February, I went on a Friday. I think I saw, that's the most I saw three houses. And my realtor was like, oh, I'm going out to this area for another client. Do you want to just ride with me? I was like, sure. So I remember driving in to this area and I said, this is it. It's a feeling that you get, you're at ease, you feel mm-hmm. peace, mm-hmm. You're, you're excited, but you know, like, I could, this could be me, I could live here. Now, it's an up and coming area, but it's a way, it's a, it's a little bit out of the city, but not too far, I can get in and out if I need to, which I like because being from Queens, it only took us maybe 30, 40 minutes on a good day to get from Queens to Manhattan if we needed to do anything. And that's driving, not public transportation, because that ghetto bitch was two hours maybe, but we're not going to get there. So Mm -hmm. I was really excited about that. And I just remember always wanting a certain type of house. I always wanted my house to be brick and to be in an established neighborhood and something just really nice and homey and cozy. Like that's how I feel as a person. So I came in, I did not see my house. It was not even built yet. The, my, the subdivision, which Shannon discussed before, the subdivision was not built yet, but they had three houses left. And we were in the uh, well, the office, the builder's office. And they're like, well, we have three houses. What do you want to do? And I'm like, you know what? I'll just put down an earnest payment just in case. We'll see what what's happens. What's an earnest payment, Tiffany? An earnest payment, Chantel. <laughs> <laughs> you put down an earnest payment. It's almost like a good faith deposit. So I'm interested in this house. I'm going to put down X amount. It's usually 20% of the price of the house, but it depends. With new bills and resales, the earnest deposit would always be different. Because yeah, I don't think mine was not that high. Yeah, right. High. But So it really depends. So don't 20%, let that deter you. Exactly. So 20%, the down payment, the 20% down payment is what we've been told our whole lives to get a house. But there's so many more costs that go into it. And there's so many programs available where you do not even have to put down 20%. Mm-hmm. So you have the FHA loans, you have the conventional loans, and they tell you at least 3 or 5%. But with this um, area, this subdivision, this is USDA farmland. Yes, and that's fine. 
This is USDA farmland. So with USDA farmland, it comes with a whole different set of things you need to do. So you don't have to put on a down payment if you don't want to. And the interest rates were less. Now I was very yeah. fortunate and I thought about all these things and I said, you know what? Sounds good to me. The house isn't built yet. They showed me the model. I was like, yeah, it's okay. But they had different elevations. I remember sending Shan one of the elevations. So I put the earnest deposit down. They started sending me all these contracts. It started getting really overwhelming. They really get on your nerves. Like as soon as you sign something, just know it's going to be an influx of emails and calls and builders contracts and all because it's different. My house is not built yet. So now it will take time. So mm-hmm. from February until May, I did the house was not built until April. The initial lender that I wanted to go with did not offer the interest rate or the monthly payment that I liked. So I did not get, I didn't get the deal that I wanted. So I had to say, I had to respectfully walk away from that. And because of that, I was so heartbroken. I was disappointed. And at that moment, I realized that for me to do this, I couldn't tell anyone because I was already getting the pushback from, you know, you're by yourself. You shouldn't buy a house by yourself. You don't have any kids. Haters. I can't say haters. And concerned love as well. Okay. Cause I'm about to say, I can't say haters for everybody. Um, no, concerned love. They were concerned, well. you know, living by yourself in a new state. You know, you don't have any kids. You don't have a partner. Would you do this by yourself? And that's the thing that always held me back. So I said, you know what? Now I'm going to do this for me. So I planted my seeds and I watered my seeds on my own and I did not tell anybody about amen, the house. Amen. I didn't want any questions mm. every day. Mm. And I know certain people were upset about that, but I needed to do this for me. I wasn't a hater or a concerned loved one, but she ain't even tell me, y'all. And yeah, I was mad. So I'm like, what the hell? I'm your support. I'm your back. But it's fine. Tell your story, girl. I, that was for me. And I told my brother uh, maybe a week or two before I was about to close. I closed on May 7th. I closed on May, on May 7th at 1220. I called them at 1230. I called my mother at 1230. I, I called Tiffany when she was walking out of the closing office because that's how connected we are. That's I knew exactly. was going down. I literally, I looked at the phone. I was like, fuck, how did she know? What the hell's going on? And it's not, not telling anyone wasn't for shock and awe. It was, again, because this is something I needed to do. Maintaining Just, your peace. Maintaining your say. peace. It does. It Maintaining your peace. I remember hearing LL Cool J say, on a podcast a long time ago, he said that when you're pregnant, do you cut your belly open and show everybody your baby? No, they can see you're pregnant. So people that love you can see you're working. And if they can't understand that, that's not for you to explain to anybody. Mm. So, and I usually fall off the face of the earth sometimes too, but that's a whole nother We're discussion. We're used to it. We're used to it. I just need my times. So close on May 7th. I have moved into my house. It has been... And a beautiful experience, but my God, a weekly bitch, what the hell is going on? This house is the biggest hoe in my life. That's why I named that episode. <laughs> she needs a lot of maintenance. And just like any hoe, you got to keep paying it out because you know what? You love it. That's Amen. it. You love it. And um, uh, the ghetto mess for the week is trying to get into the attic to replace the air filter. And I realized that I'm not going to do it. And I'm just going to get help from somebody else. And that's another issue for me is asking for help. And I've never been one to ask for help or take help. But baby, this time 
line it up y'all i need it but i'm very excited i'm happy this is a blessing and amen every morning i get up and i touch the walls and i open the windows and i say thank you god for this blessing because the the amount of things that i've gone through in the past 2 years has been extraordinary and for this to be for me to be here is a blessing i shouldn't have been here i shouldn't have made it but by god so i just want to say covering is amazing and i'm really happy and i would say the top things the pros once you buy a house you can do anything um you're investing in yourself mm-hmm. and then to wake up every morning and have your own and not it's amazing. Again, my rent wasn't too far off from my mortgage. My interest rate is amazing. Get a lender and get a realtor that will listen to you. But then if they don't, you learn to advocate for yourself. If you're not used to speaking up for yourself, you advocate for yourself. And if you need to, you can save their numbers as how much their commission would be. So mm-hmm. then you realize you know where the money's at. Okay? Where the money resides. Hey. All right. Cons, don't do it before you're ready. Uh, Make sure you have a handle on how you manage your finances and ask for help. There's a lot that goes into this mentally, physically, spiritually. But I would say if you can do it, do it because it's a blessing. And I think we definitely should have um, Shan's husband speak on stuff at some point because he's a realtor. What do you think, Shan? All right. (laughs) <laughs> no of course oh, of course of course because you know what this is called publicity marketing so if get you that Nunez coin oh she gave the government but i guess we'd have to give it out for us to do but yeah i mean but you can use the yeah. other name yeah yeah uh-huh. um Yes, we will have him join to kind of give his side and he won't have to Google things to remember what the letters stand for because he would know. Yeah, because we're not. Have Again, Shan, we didn't tell. We are not professionals. Yes, we are we're not professionals. This is not an advice column. This Mm-mm. is a reflection, gem dropping, mm-hmm. experience sharing. Okay? Yeah. So you cannot sue us. We ain't tell you to do nothing. Nope. This is not an advice column okay this is a learn from my experience and from my mistakes and from my success right podcast amen so when if and when we decide to do the part two when we Mm -hmm. figure out what we're doing with ourselves uh we'll have him come on and talk to us about like technical terms types of loans down payments earnest payments costs associated inspections appraisals Special circumstances, finding your realtor lender. Oh, what happened? Yes, nothing. You just triggered me when you said inspector oh. because I'm like, my inspector should have found these plumbing <laughs> issues that I'm now paying for. Okay. I would, I think you should go back. You and can't say even do anything. Nope, you signed oh. it. You didn't read the file. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, nothing. yeah. Yeah. We, yeah so we're just going to move on gracefully with our health head high. Heads yeah, held just high. honestly, don't read. <laughs> don't read things when in a rush like there's so many little notes in the warranties and the contracts things like that mm-hmm. like read it on the weekend we know a lot of us are working from home but like read those things on the weekend i spend Speaking hours on the weekend with my yes. friends talking about like did you read this what did they put because they will add stuff they try example they tried to add a garage opener to my contract for 800 dollars. you know how much my garage opener was at lowe's less than a hundred dollars fuck yeah. y'all for trying to play me but Mm-mm. you read your contract, you ask your realtor all the questions, 
Never, ever, 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 ever let something slide. This is your money. This is your future. This is your time. And that's why you get a warranty on your house, whether it's newly built or not. And that's why when we end this podcast momentarily, I'm going to be calling my home warranty people because (laughs) they need to be covering this plumbing situation. So pray for me, y'all. Pray for me. At least some of it. Because yeah. But we're just excited to share the initial journey of like where we came from, what made us made the de- make the decisions we made in buying homes and where we are now. And Shan clearly is going to kill the plumber. And I definitely want to hear that story again. But we hope that you enjoyed this and we're just glad to share. We're just glad to be open and we look forward to hearing from you all. Do not forget to like our page, be on the page, subscribe on Apple google and spotify and send us dms whenever you want about what's going on what episodes i do have a questionnaire on the podcast page right now asking like what do you want us to talk about so we welcome that and we welcome welcome you you. so again go follow us on instagram at girl underscore move underscore on underscore podcast see you next thursday for girl move on bye bye